Welcome back to another episode of the Hitchcock Minute. Each week, Movies by Minutes hosts examine the 1959 Alfred Hitchcock-directed thriller, North by Northwest, one minute of screen time per episode. I am one of your hosts for this minute, Sean German, and with me again is... Brian German. All right, welcome, Brian. And today, for Minute 97, we have a special guest joining us is Travis. Welcome, Travis. Hey, thanks for having me. Um, back from minutes uh, 81 through 90. Right, yeah. So, uh, Travis of the Watchmen Minute podcast, and listeners will, of course, recognize your voice from two weeks ago? Yeah. Something like that. Um, yeah, so so welcome back, and, and welcome back, listeners, for Minute 97. Um, minute 97 is um, we've arrived at the airport. And we get the handoff. Thornhill gets handoff the the local cops handing him off to the professor. And we get the beginning of um, more exposition on what it is they know and they don't know and what is going on with with what is going on, basically. So, yeah. So I guess my first note for this minute is the the contrast between the music and the action. So at this point, there's like heavy horns and staccato string. Dun 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 dun. See, that, I that, love the music on this one. That was you love I the music. I, yeah, I yeah. think the music's great in this minute. You don't like it? You think it mismatches with the action? Yeah, I, I like the I like the music. I will say I like the music. But if you watch the minute, or at least I found when I watched the minute without any sound on, mm-hmm. they kind of they get out of the car, they kind of stroll into the airport. They're not in any rush until the professor comes in. He comes running in. He seems to be in a hurry. But the policemen themselves are like no particular <laughs> urgency. Cool. So I just thought it didn't really match up. But you disagree? I, I disagree. I mean, okay. the, well, as we talked about in our previous minutes, these policemen, uh, <laughs> well, we'll use that term loosely, I guess. Maybe and, not uh, Chicago's finest. <laughs> exactly. But I, yeah, they're pulling up. You're... If the previous, if you put it together with the previous minutes, he completely U-turn going to the airport. So it's watching it, you don't know what's going to happen, and you you have, like you said, you have that music, and it's kind of like um, exciting. With the other minutes, mm-hmm. if you're just watching it with this minute, yes, it, then it may not make much sense. Right. So it's not necessarily that they're in a rush or they're hurried, but there is confusion. Oh yeah. Suspense, confusion, yes. I like the the way the music does just add to the suspense because you know, it, the minute starts off really uh I guess it has a nice clean start because the car mm-hmm. pulls up, the cops get out of the car and and take Roger out and then they're walking into this uh, you know, uh I guess lobby, I suppose. And they're walking around with like this look of confusion because they're supposed to meet someone and he's not here. And and meanwhile, that music is just continuing and Roger looks confused. And so it's for me, not having recently watched the previous few minutes, it was very off putting. Um, and I found mm-hmm. that the music really added to that and, and in a nice way. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And as we talked about last minute that we, when they got rerouted, when they when the cop said, "Oh, we're taking you to the airport. We're not taking you to the police station." 
we didn't know like where where did that order come from did it come from i don't know like the quote unquote good guys or did, you know did it come from our side did it come from do you know van dam the bad guys do they have a mole in the department and they're redirecting so yeah that kind of plays into that in just the, the confusion we don't know why why he's being brought here on whose order for what purpose um so that makes sense exactly. Yeah. Yes. And yeah, they, they are they are watching it without they, they do just kind of stroll in uh-huh. and uh they just <laughs> they're just looking around like yeah, just real confused looking and yeah, it's it's kind of funny. Well, and I guess they are confused, right? I mean, yeah. they don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm guessing this is unusual when you pick up someone it, what started off as just public intoxication, there's this guy <laughs> causing a nuisance. And then he, you know, has to point out, hey, my picture's on the front page of the paper. I'm this wanted murderer. <laughs> and then that it escalates further to like, oh, take this guy to the airport. Yeah, this is probably not the, <laughs> this is not just another day at the job for these guys. Yeah. And they're really like, I just to, and we talked about it earlier in the week, like they don't believe this guy's a murderer. They look at Carrie Grant and they're like, really? You're dangerous? Because they're- it's the, it's the suit. He doesn't look dangerous. He's dressed up respectably because it isn't even like when they're walking, like there's a cop on either side. It's like, he's on the outside <laughs> yeah. with the, with the two cops. And like, he could easily just make a break for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, they don't seem to be concerned with him escaping at all. Um, but yeah, so they, they walk in, they stand They're like, yeah, this is, this is the spot. And they're just kind of looking around. Um, we see the sign. I'll just mention quickly. Uh, Northwest Orient Airlines, which is the more familiar Northwest Airlines. They had in, I don't know how long it went. I think starting in the 50s, they had expanded service uh, to the over, across Pacific, the Pacific Ocean uh, to Japan and other places. And then so they added that Orient to the name, but it's just regular Northwest Airlines that are. I mean, they're no longer around, but yeah, I um, noticed uh, as soon as the actually before I even played the minute when it was just paused on the opening seconds, you see a a bright red, uh, bold Northwest sign outside mm-hmm. on like a luggage cart, I think, and uh, so it was just you know catches your eye because it's part of the title of the of the movie and um, got got me to look up Northwest Airlines because I. I had heard of NWA, but I hadn't put that together that Good Northwest route. was NWA. <laughs> um, yeah. And then found out that they, they were founded in 1926 and then got absorbed into Delta, uh, Delta Airlines. And like, uh, I guess the merger was approved in 2008, but then Northwest ceased their operations in 2010. So a lot more recent than I had, would have remembered. Yeah. And if you, if you look into the history, it's, it's a history of, of mergers and acquisitions, as yeah. you said. So yeah, Northwest absorbed by Delta that then got absorbed by someone else. I don't even, I don't know if Delta's around anymore. Delta's around. Or De- yeah, no, Delta's yeah. still around. I think yeah. they're still one of the big ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, these and days. I saw, yeah. Well, yeah. Out, outside, there's also a, a small like yellow sign kind of in the background that said Ozark Airlines. And they were operational between 1950 and 1986 
And they were also just bought up by TWA, which was Trans World Airlines, which they were then bought out by American Airlines in 2001. So mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, they're all just all these little airlines are getting scooped up by kind of these bigger. Yeah. The AT&Ts of the sky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Along with the signs. It's really cool how it's all analog. I mean, there's no, I mean, obviously it's so long ago, but it, it's cool to see just up there in plaques or whatever they must have put it on. No digital, no, no, you know, walk here, form line here, just numbers, just yeah. Northwest. It's pretty cool. You know, you can you, see behind them the schedule, just like how they used to do it, tacking it up. Yeah, it's not it's not LCDs or video screens, and there's even there's as the as the police are walking Thornhill in, there's a I don't know if you can see the cigarette, but you definitely see a puff of smoke. So someone <laughs> yeah. is standing in line in in the airport smoking a cigarette, and that's another thing you don't see these days. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's a cool throw. I mean, it's a cool throwback to see that in in the old movies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Speaking of the the kind of line that is formed inside when we when we go inside, um, around second eighteen, there's just this absolute slob in uh, in a powder blue cardigan and and, and dress slacks, just a <laughs> real gutter trash compared to all these other people in suits and their Sunday best to go get on a plane. <laughs> well, yeah, because he, he doesn't have a tie. I'm surprised the police don't arrest that guy. I know, just just a real. He's probably just just rolled out of the gutter, and you yeah. know, just just a horrible example of of you know human being. And yeah, well, and is he is he chewing gum? Make oh, he even worse. I hope he brought enough for everyone. A degenerate. <laughs> so then, um. So after the cops just standing there looking around, like we got no idea what's going on. Uh, the professor who we've seen previously comes running in, uh, runs right up to a window on the desk. The true crime. He cuts all these people. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Does he, he's got like the fast pass or something. Okay. Well, then that's fine. Yeah. So he walks up. He, yeah. He goes right, right to the window. He doesn't wait in line. The clerk uh, hands him an envelope or hands him some tickets now at this point, so we I, I mentioned that we've seen him before. We know who this character is, even if we don't know his name. The police seem to be looking at him. Yeah. Like, oh, like, like, do like they know this is the guy they're waiting for. And at this point, I think I mean, has has even Thornhill met this guy before? No, I think uh he he the professor popped up in our section of of minutes at the mm -hmm. auction house. And the camera lingers on him for a few seconds, so you can tell that he's he's part of this movie. And I, I think he, he even he had a scene earlier in the movie when they were discussing what to do about Thornhill and it's kind of letting him hang out to dry or whatever. Right. Um, right. So you, at that point, you know he's part of the story, but you hadn't seen him for a while, and it's like, what is this guy's deal? And he shows back up at the auction house, and like here he is, just popping up again, and. It's it just adds still to that confusion and it it's it's shot in such a weird way, where the cops are standing around they're obviously looking to to meet somebody and then yeah he runs in but he doesn't acknowledge them mm -hmm. you know and and you can yeah you can tell that the that the police officers are like are are you with us <laughs> you know it's like that meeting someone on a blind date like you're not sure <laughs> if you're 
you know, right. Meeting the right person or, and it's so like vague when he just flashes a, I guess a badge or some sort of official card. And it's like, yeah, this guy could be, you know, like you said earlier, like you don't know whose side this person's on. He could be faking mm -hmm. this. Uh, when I wondered, I, I, I wondered about that. Is this, you know, is it something they just do for economy of filmmaking? Like that, that transfer is really quick. Whatever that badge says, whatever he shows them, they're like, they don't question it. They don't, there's no like nothing to sign to like prove that they delivered the prisoner to someone else. Like what happens if this guy just lets Thornhill go and then everyone's like, Hey, you cops, what happened to this guy? Mm. Like they've well, got no the previous minute. He does get the call. Where, where they say turn around or go to the airport. So mm -hmm. they might've yeah. gotten some information from that call. Like you're going to meet, let's FBI agent, whatever, whatever they, they might've told them that we don't hear. And they're like, okay, this is the guy. Okay. Uh, yeah. So maybe they did get a description of, you know, a, of who they're supposed to meet. So they would know him. Um, and, and I noted that we don't see the badge. Um, we get like, there's a little bit of a glimpse, but like even kind of trying to zoom in on a big TV, like I, you can't, I couldn't discern anything identifiable about where this guy's actually from. And um, I think that's yeah. where they really see, I mean, we, we don't know what, what he's from exactly, but they flash the badge. It's good enough for the police and yeah. they let him go. I, I think that's really what it is. He, he's, he's from another agency above them and mm -hmm. he's taken over. He's it's above their pay grade and yeah. All right. So speaking of this um, mysterious professor, I thought it was interesting. So the line he makes, so he, he's, he's hurried, he's in a rush. He runs in, says, just made it getting too old for this kind of work. I thought that was interesting. So this is, you know, so I, this is, um, well, the, the film came out in 59 I assume that this is all happening. It's like around then it's like late fifties. It's present yeah. day for when it was released. So if he's like an old intelligence guy, like an old guy in the spy game. So he's probably active in these and forties. So he came up like he would have been maybe working with the Russians kind of spying against the Germans in world war two. Whereas now it's the cold war war and sort of, does he have former, you know, former alliances that are now adversaries? Um, see, I, you know, I could see him being part of like the OSS, the, the British intelligence, but I don't know. I mean, tomorrow he'll talk, he'll throw out some, some letters of, of different agencies. Right. But yeah, I'm, I'm trying to hold back. There is the yeah, other, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get a little bit more into yeah. where he may be from or not from. Yeah. I really like the line um, when Roger, he says, I haven't caught your name. And, and he says, yo, I haven't pitched it yet. And at first it's, you know, it sounds like an odd way to say, I haven't given you my name, but he's, you know, to hear someone say pitched my name because Roger said, you know, caught, like I haven't heard that type of back and forth before with uh, asking someone's name. Yeah. I made note I of that exchange. Well, I'm wondering, is this the first, the first instance of that kind of, I don't know if it's a joke or that kind of exchange. Certainly other films since then have done this kind of, oh, I didn't catch your name. Um, 
I, I don't know if anyone else has said, I, I don't believe I've pitched it, you know, use the exact mm-hmm. wording, but that kind of thing is I don't, I didn't get your name. Well, I didn't give it yeah. that kind of back and forth. We've, we've seen in other films, but I don't know if we've seen it before this. Um, and I think that's, maybe that's a sign of the times. Like, cause it, if you look at it, like I kind of made at first it, it sounded odd to my ear, but then when I yeah. looked at it, well, he, yeah. Catch and pitch. That, uh, yeah. Know, I didn't even, or, re- I thought it was just from old times. I didn't even realize that's, that's yeah. our point. Or pitch and catch. I guess if you're more, if you're, um, I'm not a big baseball fan. If you're more into baseball or or cricket, maybe than I am, that it would make more sense that yeah. you say, well, I didn't catch it. Oh, I didn't pitch it. And I think had Roger said that I didn't get your name, I think he would have been. He the professor seems quick enough that he would have said, "Oh, I haven't given it yet." Like mm-hmm. he specifically says pitched because Roger said caught. Right. So he's right. just he's just a very quick, you know, quick-minded uh gentleman who reminds me of Michael Goff from as you know Alfred Pennyworth from the uh the Burton Schumacher Batman films. Mm. Like he just has okay. that kind of look. Yes. You know. That yeah, so you know there's there's like yeah. There's some years on him, there's some mileage, mm-hmm. but but yeah. mentally he is definitely all there and he's quick. Nice, smart guy. And then, so then we wrap up the minute Thornhill saying, you're, you're police or is it FBI? And, uh, well, I just want to say that yeah. if you notice, they go out the entrance only. Mm-hmm. I think that's a cool little touch too. I mean, it's, it's just kind of more, he just does what he wants. He's, he's above the <laughs> law. He's above everything. Well, he's taking them. We're going out here. Rules don't apply. I think just before that, when he went up to the ticketing window to get his ticket, the I, he kind of points off to the to that location. So I think the guy at the ticketing desk was saying, "Yes, yes, sir. Just go out this door. You okay. know, your plane is waiting for you." Basically, um, that's that's my uh, the way I took it. Um, I I really like this space though, the way that they you know. It it makes just a lot of sense. It tracks really well. They get out of the car right at the street. They walk through a couple of doors and you can tell that they go into the exact, you know, same room as you see from the outside because there's a kind of a sign you can just kind of make out mm-hmm. that says Pepsi Cola. Uh, uh, what was it? Pepsi and, and something else. Uh, ice cream. And then when they're inside this ticketing room, you can still see that sign at the doors that they came in. And then when they're exiting this, this space and going through those doors, you can still kind of see that it it's when the camera then goes outside, it's, it's they're coming from that same room. So it's just a real clean and, and simple way of shooting a real location that makes perfect sense. Yeah, we can see through the the glass, through the windows and the doors that yeah mm-hmm. connect these spaces even as the camera moves. Yeah, um, and we don't we don't see anyone else going in or out of these doors, but it looks like it looks like the pathway has kind of been greased. That this guy, I don't know if mm. even even um, you know in the fifties when airport security wasn't quite what it is now. I, I don't know even then if. Uh, you know, regular passenger would slide right through and just walk through doors onto the tarmac to approach a plane as quickly as these gentlemen do. Mm-hmm, right. Yeah, I get, definitely get the 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 feeling like this this has kind of been arranged. Like this very important person is coming through, and they need to 
make this plane. And so they don't have to go through the regular routine. Mm-hmm. You know, membership has its privileges, I guess. That's right. Well, they're, if you're in a suit and a tie, you can just kind of <laughs> go wherever you want. Apparently <laughs> you look like you belong. And... Yep. You got the hat glasses. You're good. Or you just happen to look like Cary Grant. <laughs> <laughs> when he is with, uh, I, I looked up the police officer's uh, decoration on on the the one that has the, the I guess symbols on his sleeve uh, indicates that he's a sergeant. Uh, oh yeah, he's got was it like three stripes or three um, yeah, three chevrons? Yeah, yeah. The other guy doesn't have any marks of dis- of any kind of distinguish distinguishing on his uh, his sleeves, but. That's okay. He's he's working at it. <laughs> He'll get there. Yeah. Just got to put it in the time. You got to yeah. I'm sure I'm sure you know for delivering this wanted murderer, the UN murderer to uh <laughs> to the proper authorities, he'll get yeah. a he'll get accommodation or something out of that. I'm this sure. This is huge. <laughs> this is huge. <laughs> All right. So uh so anything else for minute 97? Kind of Quiet good. minute really. I mean, you get the handoff yeah. Yeah, I think there's a lot more that the rest of the next, the rest of this week, like the next few minutes, there's, um, there's certainly a lot more exposition and, and we'll get some discussion and back and forth between Thornhill and the professor. But like you said, like the, the main point of this minute seems to be that, that handoff. Yeah. Um, so, so Travis, I know that you were, you were hanging out these parts, uh, just, uh, couple weeks ago but in case in case the listeners have forgotten where can they hear more from you you can hear me over on watchmen minute where myself and eric nash broke down Zack snyder's watchmen all 186 minutes of the director's cut one minute at a time Uh, just search watchmen minute everywhere you'll find that and then we also did uh the uh 13 episodes of the hbo series for mm-hmm. watchmen so 10 or 13 i can't remember yeah yeah and those were really good as well the on oh, uh, the, the hbo series well yeah. it, it's tough it's you know you got a weekly show you don't have as much time to prepare as you yeah. do for a yeah. for a movie but those, those but, yeah. were those were some late nights because we would record <laughs> monday night after the show premiered on sundays and then i'd get them up you know by midnight or so like or later, later on Mondays. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but yeah. Yeah, so I'd say if, if folks, yeah, for folks that are fan, fans of the Zack Snyder film, and particularly if you're a fan of the comic book, if you haven't seen the HBO series, I think it captured, um, you know, without without the participation of you know some of the original artists and writers from the comic, but it really captured the spirit, and it was great. So you know, check that out, and then after you watch it, listen to the podcast. Um, and so, so Brian, as if we haven't said it, um, <laughs> yes. in previous minutes, but if folks want to hear more from you and somehow they're just dropping into minute 97, they haven't heard you before. Where can they hear more from you? Well, they could hear me with you actually at <laughs> the me. next scene podcast, where we break down all types of scenes in pop culture, yeah. books, movies, music, you name it. We do it. We do it all. Um, and listeners, you can always find if, if somehow you're just starting at minute 97, uh, 
You can hear more from the Hitchcock Minute on Apple, Apple Podcasts and Google Play or the main website, which is hitchcockminute.com. Uh, you can also reach out to us on social media at Hitchcock Minute on the Twitter. And the man on Washington's nose is the listeners group on Facebook. And we will um, and come on back for Minute 98 of Hitchcock Minute. Wherever you are.